Love Talk Radio. Don't touch me. I'll beat your brains out. You believe in miracles? Yes! I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. Let's get ready to rumble. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Gypsy. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Down goes Fraser. Down goes Fraser. I think that the NFL knows what Randy Moss has done with marijuana, and I think the NFL knows what Randy Moss does with marijuana. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Good morning, (laughs) and thank you for joining me. <laughs> Top of the morning. Those of you already on Facebook Live, the millions obviously listening around the world on Blog Talk Radio, and also those of you on Instagram, uh, welcome. This is Tough Love live from Hollywood, California. Uh, <laughs> I'm laughing so hard because already in Facebook, <laughs> of course, Chad and Dino are already there. Who dat nation saints fans, uh, you know, just ready to pile on. You guys are going to be wildly disappointed, uh, because I'm, I, I, shit happens. It is what it is. You know, you know, I'll, I will get to that. Uh, but first things first, I'm reminded and I'll be honest with you. I am such a, I don't know what it is, but I'm a, I'm very simple in certain ways. Um, and I was just reminded that daylight savings is coming up. Um, and it's funny because in March when daylight savings comes out, we extend the day, you know, and light comes in. It's like my favorite day of the year. And then I don't know exactly when it's coming, but I, I know it soon that we set the clocks. Um, what is it? Spring ahead, fall back, fall back. Uh, you know, and so next thing you know, it's dark at 4.30 or 5 o'clock. And, you know, I mean, I, I'm i telling you right now, I'm all about, like, night and dark and whatnot, but 8 or 9, you know? <laughs> Any of you freaks who enjoy it getting dark at 4.30 or 5 o'clock in the evening, you should be shocked. <laughs> There's a, there's a special place in hell for you people because that is that's just not right. It's just not right. Uh, but I appreciate everybody on Central and East Coast staying up uh, to watch this right now. Um, also, a very quick shout out uh, to Boston Red Sox. And it's not the shout out that you want. <laughs> Fuck you, Boston. How about that? Here's the here's the thing. I appreciate which I have said thousands of times on this show. All of you know my man love for Tom Brady. But when it comes to the Red Sox, fuck you. 
Like, oh, we've won four championships, you know, since 04. Here's the deal. And don't get me wrong. Against the Dodgers, who actually a team that spent more money than you. Wow. That's impressive. You know, but that's the thing. You know, baseball should be six to eight teams, and that's it. If you're not going to implement a salary cap, then what the fuck is it good for? Who fucking cares? Great. So you spent the most money. Yeah, you should be there. And if it's you, number three, versus the number one team, well, then, yeah, have fun. L.A., Boston, who fucking cares outside of L.A. and Boston? Like, I, you know, it just it, it makes zero sense to, to not have a salary cap or constrict. Get rid of the get rid of the small market teams. Who cares? It's like it's if you're having a car race and one person has enough money to buy a McLaren and the other person only has enough money to buy a Toyota Camry. Well, we all know who the fuck's going to win that race, right? It's just I I baseball itself as a sport boring enough and it's fucking pathetic. So to have it set up the way it is ah whatever you know it's like, and the worst part about it is people from those cities boston new york la the, the teams that spend the most money you know it's like the hot chick who you know just thinks she's so great because she's hot but she doesn't realize she's just lucky she won the genetic lottery that's it she did nothing to to get where she is aside from being like if she had a snaggle tooth she wouldn't be where she is and so all you people from Boston be like oh we're so great it's like you just live there you were lucky enough to be born there you didn't do shit oh we won we won no the Red Sox won you didn't do shit to do anything about it I did, yeah, you know, I mean, trust me, if the twins were in it, I'd be like, hey, we love it. it's just like, it's so convoluted. That is why I love the NFL. Not only is it the best sport on the planet, but it's also the, the best ran. Salary cap is everything. And if you don't have a salary cap, well, then, you know, it's, it's just like, of course. If you if you are Boston or L.A. or Chicago and you're not in the World Series, you're fucking terrible. You don't know what you're doing. You know, hold on. Dino says L.A. beat themselves, just like the Vikings. <laughs> the Vikings did beat themselves, and I will get to that right now. So to end, Boston, suck a dick. You know, all you big market teams in baseball who think you're so great, and it's not even the teams. Good for the teams. And who don't realize you're just lucky to be born in a certain city. Boston fans, you could have been born in Boise. Right? Just like, just fucking stupid. Just wake up. Just, you know. All right. I had, you know, it just bothers me. It's like, beat it. Just beat it. You didn't do shit. So anyway, moving on. 
great NFL week. I know there's people on Facebook Live who want to, you know, to see me make excuses. But I will say this. I listen to a lot of talk radio. And I listen, you know, to a certain show on KFAN in Minneapolis on Monday mornings just to, you know, just to take in all that is. And it is shocking to me the amount of people, the amount of Minnesota fans who just make excuses. Well, if we wouldn't turn the ball over, we would have won the game. Yeah, but guess what? You did. Just like 09, this game was eerily reminiscent of 2009. And uh, with, shockingly, that game going to overtime with the Vikings having five turnovers in that game. And I think New Orleans only had one. (laughs) Exactly, Dino. So to get to overtime in 09 was an amazing feat in itself. And then to lose the way they did is pure Minnesota. Yeah. Just. Um, and so for Sunday night, it's just, you know, I mean, guess who didn't make the mistake? The Saints. And guess who won the game? The Saints. Statistically, hold on. Statistically, Vikings yards alone. 423 to 270. First downs, 27 17. Plays ran, 67 to 53. Passing yards, we doubled up Drew Brees and, and the, the white dude from BYU, that Mormon dude, Taysom, whatever his name is, Taysom Hill. We doubled them up. 338 to 164. Guess what? We lost the points off turnovers 14 zip. All right? So it's full don't. They're, they, they're fans, and that's fine, but they don't get sports. Excuses are so easy to be made, right? I just say I'm a realist. I, it's not only in sports, just in life. I'm not relationship material. I'm a realist. I admit it. Most of you don't. It's all right. I admit the fact that the Vikings fucked up. You know what? I mean, it is what it is. Don't fuck up and you win the game. There is a there was a a run in that game and it started off with G one up. It started off Obviously, with the Thielen fumble. Now, keep in mind, Drew Brees, right before Thielen fumbled, threw an interception to Harrison Smith. First interception of the season for Drew Brees. So, you know, the same excuses can be made. But the, the difference is, off of that turnover, we got shit. We didn't do anything with it. We were about to. We were about to. And then Thielen fumbled. Right? And so not only did Thielen fumble and the Saints and Marshawn Lattimore take it down and almost score and then Treadwell, what the fuck was he thinking? I don't. 
there's certain things in, in sports that have absolutely zero explanation. Zero. And Laquan Treadwell taking his fucking helmet off and throwing it for what I know. What there's Why? Why did you do it? Nobody knows. Why? You know, and he just chucks it. 15 yards extra. So next thing you know, Saints are set up. Not only did they get the pick or the fumble return for 50 yards, but tack on that extra 15 because Treadwell's a fucking idiot. It's shocking to me. It really is. And I'm the biggest Treadwell apologist on the planet. And it's wearing thin. It's wearing, wearing thin. Love you, G. (laughs) Oh, no. Anyway. So not only did that happen, Right. And instead of going into the half, possibly up by 10, because it looked like they were going to score a touchdown, the Vikings, that is, and go in 20 to 10. All of a sudden you're down four, and it's 17, 13 going into half, which, hey, shake it off, shake it off and go into half, regroup and figure it out. Right. Well, that didn't happen. Instead, you know, here's the thing. The Vikings, and I want to say it was down or this, I don't remember. First or second touchdown. They go for it on the fourth down, and, uh, you know, they get it. Stephon Diggs, boom, toe drag, rock and roll. So they come out in the second half. Now, keep in mind, that was on the one or the three, whatever it was, right? They were insane territory to where as if they turned the ball over, well, then the Saints would have to 97 or 99 fucking yards, whatever it was. To start the third quarter, Vikings get the ball, and they've got a fourth and one on their own 45. On their own 45-yard line. And they end up yeah, you should be able to get a yard, right? Maybe you should. You've been you've been really, really good running the football so far, and you end up passing to who? Laquan Treadwell. Who? I mean, again, he's not terrible, but you've got Diggs, you've got Thielen, you've got Rudolph. You, what are you doing? And. It, it falls incomplete, Marshawn Lattimore, and the next thing you know, eh, you know, they go down, they get a field goal. Drew Brees throws that, um, whatever you want to call it, the uh, the intentional grounding, pressure by Daniil Hunter, and so they, you know, they have to kick a field goal. Yeah, that's fine. So you're down 20 to 13. All is not lost yet, right? It's okay. And again, the Vikings set it up. And they end up, you know, shooting one to Diggs, second and eight. Cousins under pressure. And, you know, I will say this, and I'm pretty positive. um, uh, What's his face? Um, Diggs admitted to. Diggs was in the wrong. Anytime a quarterback is rolling out, I mean, unless you guys have telekinesis, you do not all of a sudden reverse course and shoot back. That's just not, it's not what you do. Guess who didn't shoot back and reverse course? PJ Williams. He, he kept running. 
Cousins threw it right to him. Pick six, he's gone. He's gone. You know, and then start getting tough. Because there you go. That's two touchdowns of two turnovers, 27-13. And uh, again, keep in mind, it's the third quarter. All is not lost. You've still got time. Uh, but the next possession, Vikings, you know, again, that they moved the ball at will against the Saints defense. They ran the ball when they did. They should have ran it a lot more than they did, but they were effective when running the ball. I think they averaged like five yards a carry, if I'm not mistaken. And so, you know, they, they were effective moving the ball. It's just they kept shooting themselves in the foot. And after that pick six, Vikings are moving, and it ends up getting sacked. Sheldon Rankins gets his second sack of the game. Next thing you know, they got a punt. It's the end of the third quarter. This is something that is so shocking to me. You know, Vikings third down defense. Saints went four of nine on Sunday night. You know, which eh, obviously better than I think the 20% that the Vikings were giving up. But eh, four of nine, whatever. That We were five of ten against the Saints. But on on first and second down, that's the stat that needs to be a little bit tracked a little bit more. It's like, oh, third down, you got them off the field. Well, sometimes second down can uh, can be beneficial too if you stop them on second to actually get to the third down. After that Vikings punt, the Saints went on a 15-play, 60-yard drive that lasted eight minutes and 15 seconds. You know how many times they got to third down on that 15-play drive? One. One. And that, that, my friends, was the third, the last, the last third down. There was. And then after that, they kicked that field goal which took them eight-plus minutes. <clears throat> so, yeah, Vikings third down D, ah, not bad. They had six, five or six converted second down first downs in that drive. Think about that. Think about that. The Vikings, all you had to do was get them off the field, and you couldn't do it. You could not do it. I mean, oh, man. And then the Vikings, who need to, like, let's go, let's go, let's go. They go on their own. 13. (laughs) 13 play drive. See you tomorrow, G. Bam. They go on their own 13 play drive, which chews up five minutes. 13 plays. Guess how many of those plays were no huddle? Think about this. Think about it. 13 play drive. You're down by 17 points. 13 play drive. Three. Three plays were no huddle in 13. So much so that the announcers actually made reference like, ah, they might want to hurry up. They might want to like pick up the pace. Like, yeah, no shit. No shit. Hurry up. Let's go. 
I mean, it was that second half. It's it's shocking. Not only did that game eerily resemble the 09 game in the sense of turnovers and, and how the fumble at the end of the first half by was so eerily similar to Adrian Peterson's fumble at the end of the first half in 09 NFC Championship game. But just the inability to let's go, let's like have a sense of urgency. It's just, it's incredible. It's incredible. And I will say this, just like last year's Philadelphia NFC Championship game, once Case Keenum threw that pick six, you could just feel the tide turn. I'm sitting at the bar being like, ah, brush it off. Not a big deal. Vikings obviously couldn't do that just like last night. Once Thielen fumbled that ball, and and that that momentum shift, you could feel it. You could feel it through the TV. I can't imagine being at that stadium because you could feel it. And it's unfortunate. I mean, as a professional athlete, it you know you would think they'd be able to just push that down, put it away, and move on. But you know, I mean, they are human, and that's the way it is. So you know, hey. Dino, Chad, congrats. I mean, hopefully we will see you uh, in January down the road. I, you know, I obviously you guys, barring some catastrophic circumstance, should be there. What a hell of a game you guys got this week, by the way. Uh, Saints at home against the Rams. And I'm telling you right now, the thing that's so amazing is that the Saints had on the road against the Ravens, on the road against the Vikings, home against the Rams. And then I think they have the Eagles, at Eagles. Um, and they're 2-0 to start that, that journey. And I would not be surprised if you guys beat the Rams on Sunday in New Orleans. What a goddamn game. I'm excited for that. It's going to be great. Um, so uh, that's that. I got about seven minutes left. I don't have to use it all up, but I do want to touch on something. I am not one to boast. I, I personality possibly comes off that way, but truly I do not do. Um, I, I am somewhat of a humble person. Uh, I'm not saying I have never, I'm saying I generally don't, but, I put out a post on Facebook just saying I told you so because my boy AP is doing it, baby. And everybody wrote AP off except this kid. Why? Because if you have injury that limits you from being who you are and your full capability – well, then that should be understood, right? Just like Tiger Woods. I told all of you, as long as Tiger, if, if he can ever get back to being healthy, Tiger's Tiger. And he will still be Tiger. It's not like he's going to forget how to fucking play golf, right? Adrian Peterson didn't forget how to run a fucking football. He just wasn't healthy. Guess what? AP's healthy, bitches. 
And I told you so. I told you so. And I'm sorry, but you know what? Sometimes I'm right. <laughs> and I will let y'all know because y'all gave me so much shit. Everybody gave me so much shit about saying AP is going to be back. And guess what? AP went 26 for 149, two touchdowns, one receiving. He is on pace. Adrian Peterson is on pace for 1,342 yards. Say that out loud, bitches. Say my name. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm telling you, they're 5-2. and two. They are playing the, way, the game of football the way I love football to be played. Strong running game, good defense. They are 5-2 and two and leading the NFC East, and I couldn't be more happy about it. Oh, and by the way, they traded with Green Bay today to get HaHa Clinton Dix to pair him with DJ Schweringer in that defensive backfield in Washington. And I'm telling you right now, that's huge. That is the get. Well, that is the 1B. All right? That is the 1B. Washington getting HaHa Clinton Dix today from the Packers. Huge, huge get. By the way, the Packers got rid of Ty Montgomery, <laughs> shipped him off to Baltimore. I think uh, that fumble on Sunday against the Rams was, uh, you know, the nail in the coffin. They were like, F this dude. He's a free agent at the end of the year. He just cost us a chance to see Aaron Rodgers possibly come back to beat the Rams. Screw him. He's out. And so they shipped him to Ravens. What a game that was, by the way. Holy cow. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you guys know how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. As a Vikings fan, it's blasphemous, but I don't care. I don't care. Dino, I won't settle down. Not yet. I got a little bit more to go. I've got three and a half minutes. And, uh, I mean, I guess I'll be settled. But I will say this. The trade of the day. The NFL trade deadline, by the way, was today, 4 o'clock Eastern, for those of you who didn't know. And aside from that, ha-ha, Clinton Dix, Ty Montgomery went, Demarius Thomas went to Houston. Uh, there was a couple others here and there. But the biggest one, in my opinion, is Golden Tate, the Golden Taint, getting traded from the Lions to the Eagles. I hate the Eagles, but this is a really, really good move by the Philadelphia Eagles. Golden Tate reminds me a lot of Heinz Ward for the, the teetering Hall of Famer Pittsburgh Steeler. Um, just, a, just a willingness to do what it takes to be done. Not only a great route runner and a, and a, and a good pass catcher, but a, a more than willing blocker. And I think Golden Tate, the addition of him to the Eagles, with Alshon Jeffrey on the other side, and Nelson Algalore now doing what he does best in a third wide receiver role. I mean, Golden Tate and, and Elshon Jeffrey, that's a really, really strong squad. Golden Tate's going to be your possession guy. He can go and, and get you 8-10 catches a game. Elshon Jeffrey, obviously a willingness to go up and, and make the catch at the, at the high point. You know, it's, it's really interesting what happened today? Philly's in a good position. Washington is in a good position. It's interesting what happened as a Viking fan 
in the NFC North because the Detroit Lions are a game out of first place. They just traded for Snacks Harrison last week, and that just showed everybody like, oh, that's rare. And then all of a sudden, ship out Golden Tate. I, what are they doing? And Packers, Brent says it in, in Facebook right now, and Packers selling. They're a half game out of first. You have Aaron Rodgers. Like, you're getting rid of one of the better safeties in the league in Hawk Clinton Dix. I know he's going to be a free agent. But still, like, I don't know. I don't know. What, who are you going to replace him with? Another rookie? Like, Packers' defensive backfield is, you know, it's, it's young. It, they had a great game against the Rams on Sunday, granted. But aside from that, it's not like they've been tearing it up. And you're going to get rid of Clinton Dix and give him to Washington? Well, like a, same thing with the Lions. You're going you're gonna to lessen your team, although Gall- Galladay and, uh, and uh, that other guy is going to obviously step up. But, you know, kind of weakening your team and strengthening the Eagles. Same thing with the Packers. You're going to weaken your team and strengthen a competitor. A, a Washington Redskins team that's 5-2, and two, who you just improved massively. Massively. It's, in, it's good for the Vikings. Ten seconds left. Blog Talk Radio. I love you guys. I'm out. Drive fast. Take chances. I'll see you Sunday morning. Facebook. Instagram. It's interesting to me. That's all, that's all I'm saying. It's just, it's interesting. As a Vikings fan, rock and roll. It's it's good for us. It's good for us. So, and anyway, I don't know. Well, I think we're, no, we're not in first. We're a half game out. So anyway, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it, guys. Facebook, Instagram, have an awesome night. Drive fast, take chances. Tough love is out. I will see you Sunday morning. Ciao.